This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. The home stretch here on Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Or if you're listening to us over the air on uh, uh, the bet in Las Vegas, I almost said 1140. That used to be the call numbers. Now we're on 98.5, the bet in Las Vegas. All combined there in station. So if you're listening to us over the air, thanks for being with us. He is Momo, national NFL writer for Bleacher Report. He is working his tail off this week. As the league new year starts, you can follow him on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. He also writes specifically about the Raiders on sportsnot.com. Catch his columns up there. You can follow me at LV Gully, but I'm not taking crap this week. I've already <laughs> muted a lot of you because you're not using your head. Uh, but anyway, follow me there. Have some fun. So many great Raider fans, but so many just, I just can't believe what these keyboard commandos out there but anyway, uh, we love engaging with you. Also, the show, SNB Today. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hit the auto-download. And if you're watching us over on YouTube and you're chatting right over there on the other side of Mo, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you. Hit the subscription and the notifications bell. Okay, Mo, uh, as we are recording the show, Trey Wingo, who I I mean, I like Trey Wingo a lot. Don't get me wrong here, but I can't remember the last time he like he broke a big story. No offense to him. But he says the Jets are trading uh, for Aaron Rodgers and that it's a done deal. My anticipation is by the time people listen to this show Tuesday morning, they'll be reading Mo Moten writing about it on Bleach Report or somebody about Bleach Report writing about it. <laughs> this will probably come to fruition. They're going to wait for the next uh, for the, the news cycle to cycle through. But it looks like Rodgers, no surprise, is going to follow in the exact same footsteps of Brett Favre, who when he was finally done in Green Bay – went to the New York Jets. Um, I like the move for the Jets from the perspective of competitive on the field. The money, I don't know what it's going to do to that franchise who has a young core now. It's really weird. Uh, We'll have to see how long and what the trade parameters might include, including length of time, because Aaron Rodgers threatens to retire basically every year. So tell me what you think about the Jets. I know people are going to call you a Jets fan now because you're talking about a team other than the Raiders. But tell me what you think of this. If this deal is indeed done, as Trey Wingo is reporting uh, this evening as we record, uh, tell me what you think of it and and what it means for the New York Jets. I think it means the New York Jets are going to be a playoff team. Regardless of what your opinion is of Rodgers personally and his darkness retreats and all the stuff that he does, he can still play at a high level. Now, I know the Packers lost to the Lions in their chance to go to the playoffs in the last week of the season last year, but he's going to elevate that Jets offense immediately because when you're going from Zach Wilson, the corpse of Joe Flacco, <laughs> to Aaron Rodgers, your, t- your offense is definitely going to be 
markedly better. So remember, this is a Jets team that was in the thick of a playoff race until a post-Thanksgiving collapse. I think Rodgers will get them over the hump. They're, are they a Super Bowl contender? I don't think so. But they're definitely a playoff team in a tough AFC conference. So if it is true that Rodgers goes to the Jets and Trey Wingo is correct, uh, Jets fans should rejoice about that because that means they'll they'll come up from obscurity and be a relevant playoff contending team again. Yeah, and and have a a star at quarterback. I mean, really, I mean, somebody they haven't been able to say that in a long, long time. And I think that, um, yes, I know there's going to be a negative bent towards it because of Aaron Rodgers in the last couple of years and his personal uh, personality, whatever you want to call it, whatever the people's personal issues are with Aaron Rodgers um, will come into it. But for the Jets, they're basically saying, all right, we're going to hope if they can get him to commit to two to three years, they got a window, right? They're going to have to take advantage of this window. It's going to be tough. The AFC is stacked. But if the trade is happening, they suddenly go from having no quarterback, really, to having one of the best, a guy who will be a Hall of Famer. Uh, and that's going to maybe attract some free agents, too, over the next few days as well to the Jets uh, because people want to jump in on that. Can you imagine, though, if Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to retire or doesn't want to play for the Jets and the Jets miss out on him? What is plan B there? Because uh, do they go all in on Lamar Jackson? Because now that the Raiders have taken Jimmy Garoppolo off the table, yeah, they're left with scraps if it's not Lamar Jackson. And I think the gamble, this is a huge gamble to sit here and wait for Aaron Rodgers, not knowing ideally, you know, for sure that he's going to come to New York. Yeah, and, and, and it's interesting because this was part of the conversation on Monday throughout the day in NFL media, and even though you and I didn't want, and a lot of Raider fans didn't want Jimmy G on the Raiders, like that was the setting of the market, right? So the market, and he was, in essence, with Carr already signed in New Orleans, um, and he was kind of the guy. He was the number one free agent target. He was, and the Raiders snatch him up for a pretty, pretty good deal, and then now the Aaron Rodgers domino is going to fall. And so then there's Lamar Jackson sitting there. You have the, the other, the, the, the rest of the guys like Baker Mayfield and Jacoby Brissett and those guys that are out there, but nothing real exciting. Not only would it screw the Jets, but then also if Rodgers does go to the Jets or he retires, whichever way, um, the commanders too are in a bad spot. They got nobody either. And so there's a couple teams that don't have a high draft pick that are looking for quarterbacks, and they're just going to have to take one of those journeymen. The commanders are so weird to me because they're trying to tout Sam Howell as their QB1. I, I don't buy that, but it seems as though, based on how they're moving in phrases, it seems, it seems as though they're okay with Sam Howell unless they're just going to make an aggressive move for a quarterback in the draft. I don't know what's going on with the commanders. I'm sure Reddit fans don't care, but, <laughs> but it's just... But for the Raider fans who are upset about Jimmy G, just understand that, yes, we didn't want Jimmy G as you know as the top option. But a, a yeah. lot of that was because of his injury history and because I was, again, they were projecting that Jimmy G would get about 30-plus million. Now, it turns out that he's not getting that. He's not even getting close to that unless he, he's fully healthy for the next two years. So, again, I just want to reiterate this. While we don't like the quarterback for the Raiders as – not as a person, Jimmy G. I, we don't know Jimmy G as a person, but <laughs> we prefer that the Raiders have went cheaper at the quarterback position so they could spend more on their defense. But looking at this deal as we went through in the first segment of the show, the first block of the show, the deal the Raiders put together for him, masterclass there. And I, I'm not going to applaud the Jimmy G thing as, oh, the Raiders are going to be in the playoffs, but 
at least they again at least they know what they're doing when it comes to cutting and, and signing these deals you saw it with Derek Carr they moved off of him because of contract implications people like oh they did him dirty whatever this is all about money and contracts and for right yep. now Dave Ziegler at least knows Dave Ziegler and his cap team at least know how to maneuver the cap and maneuver contracts to get the best value when they sign or let go of a player what are you talking about they're terrible they should have been fired okay um <laughs> just kidding but it's interesting the other the other big domino is Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson, I mean, you heard my show about it, uh, but also, um, listen, I think Lamar Jackson's going to find out, especially since he has no representation. I know people are making fun of his mother's helping him and all that stuff. But the reality is he should have an agent, but he's decided not to. And so I think what's going to end up happening is somebody will tender an offer to him, but it's not going to be for all the guaranteed money he wants, which then allows the Ravens to meet it. And to basically and to, to, to come in and match the offer. I think that's what's going to happen. I know a lot of people are like, oh, why don't you try? I don't think any team, I just can't think of one, and maybe I'll be proved wrong, that's going to be crazy enough to guarantee all the money. Now, they might guarantee less money, of course, they would. But I can't see any of those teams. But, Mo, I will say that there are a couple teams that I would watch for. I would watch for Washington, okay, I would watch for, believe it or not, I know we keep hearing the opposite, I would watch for Miami, right? Uh, and a couple other teams that might tender an offer to him. But you're, uh, do you agree with me? You, you see him back in Baltimore like I do? I see him back in Baltimore simply because I don't think he's going to get the guaranteed deal that he wants. And that, and I think, remember we had an emailer a couple of weeks ago? Mm -hmm. And he, he asked me about my... My thoughts on people are afraid to criticize Lamar. Yes. When the whole Lamar Jackson stuff went down on Twitter, I, I, I think I was one of the few people to say, yeah, I mean, he wants a fully guaranteed deal. You know, by all means, go try to get your money, Lamar Jackson, you know, because you, you're the one putting your body out there on the line. So if you want that, go, go out there and try to get it. But you can't be uh, surprised that teams don't want to pay $250 million guaranteed to a player who played one full game in December and January over the last two years. One full game at the end of the season over the last two years. Yeah, but I was the, I, I, Mo, I was told on Twitter that all quarterbacks get hurt. That's true, but Lamar Jackson has missed 11 games over 11. the last two years in December and January. At, You're going to pay a quarterback at the most important much. time of the year. Yeah. At the most important time of the year. So you're going to turn around and pay a quarterback $250 million after that type of availability record? Can you yeah. imagine, Scott, working at a business and a, an employee comes up to you and says, you know, I want a new contract. I want a fully guaranteed contract. But you look at his record and he's missed like the last two months of work. And, yeah. and, and it's been a pattern over the last two years. And it's a contract that's not common in your business. You right. have to understand right. that people went and jumped on this. Oh, it's collusion. It's collusion. No, I think teams just looked at his record and said he's missed some games. He runs a lot. I'm not saying he's a running quarterback because I fully believe Lamar Jackson can operate in a pro-style offense. Yeah. But he does run a lot, and he's prone to get hit and right. get hurt. Or do you want to pay a player that much money and he plays that style of football? Yeah, and, and low in pass attempts, not all his fault. He doesn't he doesn't call the plays. He doesn't run the offense. That's changing in Baltimore this year. So you should see that go up a little bit. But yeah, I mean, we heard that. We heard the collusion thing. And I won't revisit it because it's just asinine. We heard the racial stuff, which is just crazy, right? You talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show. 
And um, I had people come at me when I did the show solo last week because you're on assignment. And people were coming at me with the racial stuff. I'm the white dude. Oh, yeah. If you would. Uh, and there's so much data to the opposite. It's just stupid. And and you're and you've heard me for three years on this show, Mo. I, I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. I love the guy's talent. But just like Jimmy G today with the Raiders or Monday with the Raiders, listen, a guy has a, a couple good years. He's good quarterback. But if he if you're unsure about his availability, that will give you pause in how much you're willing to pay. Now, I'm not comparing Jimmy Garoppolo to Lamar Jackson. They're not even the same league, okay? But what I am saying, though, is you're not going to give a guy 200 plus million dollar guarantee if he's not healthy. And then people say, well, what about Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson was suspended. He wasn't hurt. It's a different thing. I'm not excusing what Deshaun Watson's accused of doing. I'm just telling you, you can't, everybody wants to compare apples to apples when they're apples to freaking blueberries, right? They're, they're completely different situations and you can't compare. And Lamar Jackson is an amazing talent. He's on his own level, but he has to be realistic. And I think if he had an agent, he'd probably already have a deal and he'd be signed long-term in Baltimore. Here's one of the issues with, here's, I don't want to say issues. Here's one of the complications. Lamar Jackson can't negotiate, so to speak, with teens until Wednesday because he doesn't have an agent. So this legal tampering period that we have Monday and Tuesday, is so, so agents can negotiate with teams. But because Lamar doesn't have an agent, Technically, he can't legally tamper with another team. So he doesn't have that go-between. So he has to wait till Wednesday. So it kind of pushes back his time where he can sign an offer sheet. Yep. But the whole Lamar Jackson collusion thing, it to me, the collusion is I don't think teams, and by teams I mean owners, don't want to see a trend of quarterbacks getting fully guaranteed deals because if Lamar Jackson gets it, the Justin Herbert, the Jalen Hurts, the Joe Burrow are also going to ask for fully guaranteed deals. So I don't think teams – I just think that's why you saw a bunch of teams come out and say, we're not interested, we're not interested, we're not interested. The truth is they are interested. They just aren't interested in signing him to that fully guaranteed deal. And, again, they don't want that to be a trend. So if there's any collusion, I believe that's part of the deal. But I think you can come to a conclusion that we don't want to pay Lamar – Not it's just not about Lamar Jackson. It's not a personal attack against Lamar it's Jackson. Business. This is business. We just don't want to see a trend – that's going to make it hard for other teams to negotiate with quarterbacks when it comes down to giving them extensions. Yeah. And, and, and again, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price. Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm trying to figure out how to say this so I don't sound too angry about it. But the, the point is, you look at a lot of media who are suddenly PR people for Lamar Jackson. How could no one give him an offer? I mean, oh my, this is what is wrong with the league? I'm like, first of all, you're a reporter. Shut up and report. Number two, number Jesus. two. Yeah, well, it's true though. It's like when are, when do reporters advocate for players and, and getting contracts? Like, come on, just report about it. But anyway, um, you have that, and you you don't have to have. Look what Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes got his career deal with the Chiefs. Okay, he didn't get all that guaranteed money. He didn't get he didn't get it all every single penny guaranteed. He did it in a way. He still got made full. Don't get me wrong. He got a great deal. But you can't tell me you can't take care of a man and his family for the rest of their lives and make him your career franchise quarterback, but you have to give him to it. 
What the Haslam's did in Cleveland, I had some people disagree with me on this, is ridiculous. They're stupid. They pay for a guy who hasn't played in two years. I like Deshaun Watson as a player before everything happened, but I'm just telling you, why would you do that? And then you get the comparisons to the NBA. Well, they have geared... NBA is not the NFL, folks. People are not running and getting hit by 300-pound men in the NFL. It's not the same. You cannot compare them. And so I understand NBA players are tweeting, oh, I hope my brothers in the, NBA, in the NFL get guaranteed money. It's not the same. It's not even an argument. You whether Am I defending the NFL ownership and their greed a lot of the times, most of the time? No, I'm not. I'm just telling you the realities of the business. And if you want the NFL to continue like it is, you cannot do that. I always say I want to see players get their money. That's why I say Lamar Jackson, if you want them, if you want that $250 million, go out there and try to get it. But what I'm going to tell you is these teams are going to push back because even Lamar Jackson's um, team owner, Steve Bashotti, when Deshaun Watson signed that fully guaranteed deal, he basically said it's a mistake. Specifically that guy, especially that guy, given Deshaun Watson after what he had went through all those sexual allegations, you don't want to see that guy get that type of deal. But on top of that, he just kind of made it a point that you don't, we don't really want to see anyone get that because we, as of right now, we see teams go go through, you know, these long contract negotiations with players, and this is what this is before the guaranteed deals. You know, people will say, well, what about Kirk Cousins? Because remember, if you remember, Kirk Cousins had a three year fully guaranteed deal, but he he was on a much lower scale compared to what Lamar Jackson is asking now. And the other thing is, now it will become a trend. What's that old saying goes? One is a blip, two is a trend. So yeah. Watson got it last year. Lamar Jackson gets it this year. There's going to be someone next year, even after Lamar All those Jackson said, Burrow, yeah. Hurts, and Herbert yeah. are going to say, right. well, what about me? I deserve a fully guaranteed deal as well. So, again, yeah. I'm not against Lamar Jackson. I also push yeah. back against people, again, that call him a running quarterback. I actually think he could be a proficient passer. But you yeah. also have to understand people say he never had a number one wide receiver. But what people don't understand or remember is – Hollywood Brown was there. He's not a number one, but Hollywood Brown asked to leave Baltimore. He asked, he requested a trade. They weren't throwing the ball. They weren't throwing the ball. Now, part of that, I'm not going to put that all on Lamar Jackson. No, of course not. Greg Roman, but he asked to leave. So you can't really blame the Ravens for for not having a number one because I think it goes to the offensive coordinator and some of it to Lamar Jackson because some people still question him as a passer. Again, I'm not one of those people, but you have to understand these are where the questions and concerns come from. Right, and and they've not had, I don't think, anybody in Baltimore on the coaching staff to actually be there to develop Lamar Jackson. He's so mm-hmm. good in, in in natural talent that he is who he is, but if you had somebody good there um, that, that helped him, I think he could be better. So we'll have to see. But that whole situation, you know, we'll see how it all happens down. But free agency, all the deals that could happen over the next few weeks are going to be interesting. But the last thing I'll say about the contracting in the NFL is – the beauty, the reason why the NFL has the highest ratings and all that stuff is because a team can win four games one season, win 10 the next, be in the playoffs and make a run. The parody in the NFL that we sometimes get bitchy about and complain about is what keeps interest of fans in all of the cities, okay? Even like you see what's happening in Detroit. You could, because of the contract structure, if you had all these guaranteed contracts, Mo, and a team went all in on Lamar Jackson and Lamar Jackson ends up just sake of argument, not saying he would, busting out and just not doing anything. That team is hamstrung. They will not be good for 10 years, right? So so that's the other thing that is the beauty of the NFL. Not saying, again, like Mo said, guys deserve every cent they can get. 
Go get it. Get as much as you can. Got no problem with it. But the guarantee thing, I don't think is ever going to happen. So final prediction on this Lamar Jackson thing. I actually think he winds up back in Baltimore because Baltimore will match if a team does give him a fully guaranteed deal. But if he if he's not back at Baltimore, the team I could see him going to and fitting well with is Atlanta. Because mm-hmm. he has a good rapport with Mark Andrews, who's a top tight end. Atlanta has Kyle Pitts. They had Drake London, who came on late last year. Atlanta has some pieces. You mentioned earlier in the show they added Bates on the defensive end, so they're going to be better defensively. I think a Lamar Jackson would fit in Atlanta. People say Michael Vick, Michael Vick. I think Lamar Jackson is a bit better passer than Michael Vick, but that's just my opinion. Oh, no no question that he is uh, overall. And I think just, yeah, just a better quarterback overall. All right, Mo, that's going to uh, end it for us. I know people can watch your stuff up on Bleacher Report the rest of the week. You're going to have a lot of – work going on anything are you are you doing anything on the raiders in the next few days today is tuesday uh on sports not around the jimmy g signing around are you going to do a piece on all of the signings you let me know so yeah i'm going to be super busy this week i can't even guarantee that i'm gonna be here wednesday i should be here wednesday <laughs> with scott i'm not gonna scare anybody but i'm done being midtown mo for the week i did my live show on monday <laughs> i had my initial thoughts on jimmy g so this week i'm just gonna get sit down on my computer and 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 Get back to the writing portion of what I do, and I'm going to break down the Jimmy G contract and what it means for the next two years and why the Raiders should still be aggressive in getting their quarterback in the draft. Yeah, that's good. So make sure you do that. Follow Mo on Twitter, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. And Mo, uh, Wednesday, we have a visitor. We have a guest. Brian Baldinger will be with us. Baldy will be with us. We're going to have him break mm-hmm. down Jimmy G. We'll ask him, too, hey, is this a lateral move? If it is a lateral move from a quarterback perspective, you're 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 saving about twenty million dollars a year at least. So that could be two very good players, by the way, or one very good player and another player. So we'll talk about that. We'll get his reaction on that as well as his reaction to the rest of the Raiders' moves to come and also the rest of the NFL, especially the AFC West, which has been very active. So we'll see how that all goes. But Baldy will be here, and we'll have fun with him, I'm sure. We should get him to do a Baldy breakdown. I always love his Twitter breakdowns. Absolutely. We do a baldy breakdown of Mo getting out of the limo into the Bleacher Report (laughs) studio. Oh, my goodness. The Midtown Mo breakdown. Oh, my goodness. I I, I appreciate anybody, everybody who's been calling me that because my producer today actually called me Midtown Mo before we went on there. He did. He said, said, Midtown Mo, we got you back today. I was like, oh, man, he's got, they got my producer Ian calling me Midtown Mo. So, Thank you, everyone who's been addressing me by the name is really catching on. I appreciate I, it. I love you. Yes. When he's at Bleach Report, if people don't call him Midtown Mo, he hits him with a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting, he's, it's, it's just getting to be a thing. You got to be careful. So if you see him in person, it's Mr. Midtown Mo. Shout out to everyone on Twitter using it. Like it's not even more. It's, <laughs> it it's caught it's, on, it's, man. Yes, it caught on. It's Midtown Mo. People just don't just say Mo. They actually put the extra effort in to put the Midtown in there. So I appreciate you all for that. It's Midtown Mo. See, it all it all starts when you have your own theme song, right? It does. It definitely does. It definitely helps. All right. In addition to Brian Baldinger on Wednesday, we will also get to your questions. We got a flood, as you can imagine, Mo, on Monday after the Jimmy G signing uh, of emails and tweets coming to us for the show for the mailbag segment so we'll get to that as well all right my friend take it easy all right uh, i'll be here i mean on twitter if you guys have any thoughts tweet them at me i may not share my thoughts right away because i want to save it for sports not with the writing i want to save it for scott and brian baldinger when he's on with us but just hang in there send those emails we'll definitely get to those when we're when we're back on air 
We will. Thanks, my man. All right. For Mo Moten, for our producer, David Stepanian, I am Scott Colbranson. This has been Silver and Black Today. Take it easy. Everybody, relax. Have a drink. Have a cup of tea if you don't drink. Whatever it takes to kind of calm those nerves a little bit. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We'll see what the Raiders do over the next few days. I'm Scott Colbranson. This has been Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. Bye-bye.